I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we are going to talk about the People's Republic of China. Today, 1st October, is the 70th anniversary of the Communist Revolution in China. Today we know the country is on the verge of becoming a superpower. The big question really is, is China a role model for the rest of the world, for other countries? Or is it not? That's the question today. Srija. Um, I think, Harish, um, to look into the, its present status, I think we have to go back a bit into the history. So the, the way China started its uh, October Revolution, as we all know, it, it became a transformative epochal moment in not only the Chinese history, but across the world. It's um, an extended form of the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution that led to the creation of a you know, Union Soviet Socialist State. You know, this event itself, um, where communism got deeply ingrained into the Chinese society and it's not really, um, it not really belonged to the social and political imagination, but it also spread its wings in the economic sphere. Uh, and that led to, uh, you know, a different um, sort of uh, problems in its own. What Mao Zedong initiated, the economic transformation that actually plunged millions into poverty. But now look at um, uh, China's state, it's almost lifted 800 millions out of poverty. So this transformation is definitely a surprise it's, for many. It's fascinating. It's, it's rare in world history. Deng Xiaoping, like you said, who said, it doesn't matter what the color of the cat is, so long as it catches the mice. That's how we adopted capitalism with Chinese characteristics. But is this the kind of country anyone should emulate? Srijay, what do you say? Uh, depends as to, as to what aspect of China you want to emulate. In terms of its sheer economic uh, progress that, that China has made over the, over the past 70 years, yes, as Srijay said, 800 million people have been lifted out of poverty is, an, is, is, a, is a humongous number actually. So if you look at its, its sheer economic progress, Yes, it is, it is worth emulating. Other things like human rights uh, uh, issues, that can be debated. Well, is it a happy place or not? I'm not so sure. Anant, what do you think? Yeah, the end point that he made about human rights and all, I think I should elaborate on that also. We should be a little bit cautious about uh, pursuing brazen growth, you know, growth targets. That's not the way society should evolve. And uh, if you see in China, they might have great, uh, great strong economy, rapid pace of growth, but this has come at a cost, at a cost of political freedoms, at a cost of human rights violations, so many other spheres where uh, they lag behind many countries, for instance, India or the US in terms of the kind of freedoms their people enjoy. Uh, you've seen episodes where media has been banned from the, that country just because the media spoke in an independent manner. This does not happen in countries like India or 
US or any other free democracy. So I think we need to keep in mind uh, the cost that the country has had to pay to achieve that kind of growth also. And I don't think this is something that free democracies would be willing to compromise on. Correct. Now, countries like India have already basically tasted freedom. In such a situation, I don't see why Indians would want to actually emulate China except on the economic front. Can these be separated, you think, the economy from society in that sense? In I think that has been the dilemma all along for India. Should they be pursuing hardcore growth and just ignoring everything else? But I guess the consensus has been that these democratic values that we uphold are very precious to us. We don't compromise on some fundamental values, they do. Wrap this up. Uh, China has obviously impressed a lot of people with this economic performance. But uh, is that the sort of country other countries would want to be? We're not so sure because whether or not they have a proper social conscience is still a big question for most of us. And uh, even on the economic front, ultimately, a free country is a creative country. And that is probably the way to go even on economic growth. Thank you. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.